Good morning, friends. This is Dick Blackwell again, Tuesday, April the 14th. More in the life of uh, Dick and Becky Blackwell, observing and experiencing the works of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> uh, I'm not sure which term, whether it was what year, but um, at the seminary, <clears throat> They would, uh, in January, would have special terms. The regular school year went from uh, September to through December, then uh, February through June. <clears throat> but in January, it was something special. And so uh, this one January, we uh, went to Mexico, the ARP church had a mission church in Mexico and uh, so we would go down and visit them. <clears throat> we It was like 20 of us on this bus. I don't remember any part of the trip until we got to Brownsville, Texas. And that night, <clears throat> um, I think because I was the probably the oldest in the seminary, uh, I stayed with the uh, assistant dean, uh, Dr. Rubel, uh, who was the leader of the trip. <clears throat> we stayed together, uh, and we were in a, I remember a hotel in uh, in Brownsville, Texas. Uh, some uh, Earlier in the evening, if we'd gone to bed, we were talking, and uh, he told me that when he was a student, <clears throat> at Erskine College, he and some friends would uh, get to get, if they saw somebody who needed, they felt needed the Lord, <clears throat> they would get together and hide out in the library until it closed, and then they would pray pretty much all night for that person to come to Christ. <clears throat> and he said nearly everybody he prayed for, they prayed for, ended up committing their life to the Lord. <clears throat> and he said there was quite a few people. And I asked him, I said, why'd y'all quit? <laughs> Which he uh, said, why do you ask me a question like that? You've ruined my night. I woke up sometime during the night, had to cut the light on, and about a million cockroaches. I thought, we're on a low budget. Anyway, we went on down into Mexico and spent the night someplace below um, Victoria. It's the only town I remember. <clears throat> I thought it was interesting, too. On the way down, we were in some little tiny hamlet in uh, Mexico, and the vacuum hose on the bus broke. I don't know much about motors, but apparently it was important. <clears throat> And this little town didn't have any repair places. Uh, so somebody chewed, was chewing chewing gum, and they had the idea to stick the gum on the place where the hose broke. And I guess the vacuum part sealed it up. We made the trip with chewing gum holding the bus together. But the first night in uh, in at the the church in... Mexico, uh, 
three or four of us were together that night, just going through the scriptures. <clears throat> um, and we were reading in Philippians, and we were talking together, just having a good time looking through the scriptures. <clears throat> and we had kind of a, a revelation to us. It wasn't huge, but it was... It was uh, something that we, we were kind of excited about. Um, as I remembered, it came from Philippians uh, chapter 1, verse 29. It said, For it has been granted to you that for the sake of Christ, that you should not only believe in him, but then go on to suffer with him. But it was granted that we should believe. And then... In uh, Philippians 2, 12b, the last part of that verse, in 13, it says, Therefore, or now, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And it was kind of like a little bit of a revelation uh, that it was granted to us to believe, therefore, we we need to now work out our salvation, seeing that it's the Lord who actually works in us uh, to both will or want to, to work and be able to do it. Like I say, it wasn't any great revelation, but it was it was it really spoke to us in a special way. <clears throat> so the next day at this church after lunch that day, which was on a Saturday, um, someone asked, "Would y'all, any of y'all, like to go up and see one of the mission uh, outreaches up on this mountain?" And uh, I said, "Yeah, I'd like to go." <clears throat> and a couple of uh, others, uh, the rest of them wanted to stay and play soccer. And I thought, "Gosh, you can play soccer." Back in Virginia, we're in Mexico. Why don't we want to go see whatever we can see? <clears throat> so anyway, uh, four of us uh, got on a bus, went down about an hour's drive south, and uh, the bus stop we we got off in the middle of nowhere, um, where they told us to get off, and. Uh, we met this uh, pastor or missionary, actually. He he uh, ministered to both sides. We were in a valley, mountains on both sides, and he had churches up on top of each of those mountains. Uh, one of the guys with us was very good in Spanish, <clears throat> and the pastor could speak some English, so that was helpful. So anyway, we... We said, uh, where do we go? He said, up the top of this mountain. We said, how do we get there? He said, climb. <laughs> so we started climbing up this mountain, literally. Sometimes it was um, using even your hands. It was a path. Um, I remember we were going up. Uh, it took about an hour and a half. Um, and I was tired. Now, at that time, I was probably, what, 31, 2, something like that, and in pretty good shape. 
But I was going along slowly with the rest of them. <clears throat> and here comes some lady with uh, holding a baby and had a basket on her head. And she just slowly passes us. And I'm thinking, my goodness. Anyway, we get to the top of the mountain. It was, uh, it was hot. And they gave me a... Coca-Cola, one of those little small bottles, what, like six ounces or something. And uh, to, as far as I know, that was the best Coke I have ever had, even to this day. Um, we got there about dinner time, or the, the fact is, they had eaten. So they fixed us some uh, scrambled eggs and tortillas, <clears throat> I remember the pastor asked something I didn't understand, and they come with a, a mortar and pestle, and they're grinding up some, I guess, chilies. They asked if we, if I'd like some. I said, no thanks. He put some on his eggs, and in a few moments, sweat was dripping off his nose, and I thought, this would have killed me. Um, so that night, <clears throat> after dinner, the, uh, the the little huts, houses up there were, were very meager. And they put us in this one that they just built for a young couple who got married. The village had built it for them. And uh, since it was the nicest or newest one, that's where they let us stay. And it was just sleeping on the, on the ground floor with um, a little pallet. <clears throat> Anyway, uh, the the young man who uh, who that was his home stayed with us for a while, and we were talking um, with one of the guys translating. <clears throat> the pastor didn't stay in there with us, uh, but it was just us four seminary students and the, this young Mexican man who lived on top of this mountain. <clears throat> Excuse me. So they were, we were talking about it, and someone asked him, uh, "What's the Lord shown you lately?" And he said, um, "Philippians chapter one, how it had been granted to us uh, to believe, and that now we're to work out our salvation." One of the guys had been with me the night before, when we had seen the same thing. And we were just blown away. It was like we we seminary students saw something for the first time, but now this little this guy up on top of this mountain, they had no electricity, no running water. He'd never been further than a little village just past where we got off the bus. Uh, he he'd had really no formal education. And he saw the exact same thing we did. And I thought, Lord, you don't, anybody who wants to know about you, wants to understand your word, uh, that you'll show it to them. They don't have to be seminary students. They don't have to be well-educated. Uh, they have to be seekers. That's the, that's the, that's the key, looking for you, wanting to know, wanting to understand. <clears throat> that 
to me was the whole trip to Mexico. That was that was what I came away with. I've told this story before, some of you may have heard it, but to me it just illustrated that the Holy Spirit will work in the life of anybody who wants to hear him and see him and know him. He's a God who reveals himself to the hungry. I hope you have a great day today. Just remember, if you if you want to know him, study his word. He'll reveal it to you. That's his purpose. That's the purpose of the Holy Spirit. He said he would um, he would bring things to your to the disciples' remembrance that Jesus had said. <clears throat> and uh, if you study the word, you'll get to know him. Um, we will get to know him because I still study. Each day I learn new things. The Lord is great and greatly to be praised. You have a great day. Bye.